0: Recorded live. Oh yes, gives me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. He's real, real. Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes, he gave me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. He's real, real. Jesus is real to me Oh, yes, he gave me the victory So many people doubt him But I can't live without him That is why I love him so He's so real to me Amen, amen. God bless you, Bishop John. Good to see you with us this morning. God bless you, children of God. We hope that the Lord is blessing you and that you are highly favored wherever this broadcast is finding you. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide. Headquarters, Kenston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We bring you greetings from the great country of Nigeria, City, Lagos, where Jesus Christ is Lord, and besides him there is none other. Uh, God bless you, Uh, Sister Leather, and all the saints that are joining you. We pray, uh, as you all are coming into the room, that all is going very well. It is good to see you all this morning. Uh, We want to take a look at something. Uh, The Lord was dealing with me on a little earlier today from the book of Philippians chapter 3 and verse 14. Philippians chapter 3 verse 14. The Apostle Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. Of God in Christ Jesus. Once again, Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And what we want to look at today, children of God, we want to look at pressing toward the mark. Pressing toward the mark. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Bishop John, we're going to pray for your father as well. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you today, Heavenly Father, for everything that you have done. We understand, Heavenly Father, that every good and perfect gift comes from above. We thank you, Father, for food on our tables. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for clothes on our back. We thank you, Father, for air to breathe, water to drink. Thank you for protecting us from dangers seen and unseen. Father, you have done so many great things for us, your little children. We pause reverently. To say thank you. We pause reverently to appreciate you, to glorify you, to magnify you. Father, we pray right now for Bishop John's father. You, Heavenly Father, who have made these earthly bodies. We trust that you can fix any ailment, any disease, any sickness, any affliction. That may uh, come upon us. We're asking, Heavenly Father, you've told us in your word that if there were any sick among us, that they should call for the elders of the church and that the prayer offered up in faith, anointing the sick person with oil, will make the sick person well. We are trusting, Father, that you will make our bishops, Father, well today. In the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, let there be testimonies to your glorious power and to your wonderful works. These and all of the blessings, Father, we ask and we count done. In the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, let God's people join in with an amen. Amen and amen. Bishop John, we are trusting that your father will be well today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Pressing toward the mark, children of God. Pressing toward the mark. As we look at Philippians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul gives us so many words of encouragement as children of God. He tells us in verse one that finally my brothers rejoice in the Lord. I don't know where you are and I don't know what you are experiencing, but I want to encourage you today, my brother or my sister, rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in the Lord with the understanding that your Not only your life is safe in his hands, thank you, Holy Spirit, but God is speaking now in my spirit. He said, Robert, tell my people that not only is their life safe in my hands, but God says their eternity is safe in his hands. I want to encourage you, child of God. Not only is your life safe, not only has God promised that all things will work together for good for those of us who love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose. In this life, God has you and I covered, and God says in eternity, I have my children covered. So children of God, I encourage you to rejoice. You may be going through a trial. You may be going through a tough situation. You may be going through difficulties. And I still say, and God still says, and the word still says, rejoice in the Lord. I encourage you, child of God, let nothing steal your rejoice. The adversary comes but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. He wants us to be moved by our circumstances, moved by our situations. But God, on the other hand, wants you and I to be moved by his word. This is why we study his word. This is why we search his word. This is why we take in his word so that we can be moved by his word. Now, what the Lord is bringing in my spirit now, we have the World Cup soccer or football that is taking place in Russia right now. We just had the NBA finals uh, taking place in the United States. These were both two very high-level athletic events. The NBA finals, high level of basketball in the United States. World Cup, some of the best teams and Uh, from around the world have come together to play for the World Cup. Now, these athletes that are participating in these games, whether it be basketball, whether it be football, they cannot eat any type of thing and go out and compete on the world stage. In other words, their diets, have to be monitored and have to be very, very specific, taking in the the right uh, types of foods in order for them to perform at an optimal level. You all say, yes, Apostle, we, we understand that. Well, God has sent me here to let you all know that you and I must take in the right diet in order to perform at an optimal level. Just as they must take in the right natural diet to perform at an optimal level in the natural, you and I must take in the right spiritual level, the right spiritual things, to operate at an optimal level in the spiritual. An athlete is not going to do very well eating a lot of junk food in the natural and then trying to compete with other athletes who are eating healthy foods. So it is with a Christian. Christians that are taking in junk food, junk doctrine, junk beliefs. Christians that are, are spending most of their time doing things that are not helping them to grow in grace and in the knowledge of their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Just as an athlete won't perform his or her best, Without the right intake of natural foods, you and I, spiritual athletes, as children of God, we won't perform the best unless we take in a good spiritual diet. I encourage you, children of God, let us take in a good spiritual diet. You say, Apostle, what is a good spiritual diet? The pure, sincere milk of the word of God. Sound doctrine, the truth of God's word. These are spiritual dietary means. I pray for you, my brother and my sister, that your spiritual diet is good. See? Bless the name of Jesus Christ. As we look at pressing toward the mark. The Apostle Paul spoke to the saints in Philippi in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 14. Paul said I press toward the mark. Now there are two things here children of God that are very important for us to remember and important for us to understand. Number one, there is a press that must take place. And number two, there is a mark. Now, now the Lord has in my spirit, God says, Robert, some people are pressing, but they're not pressing toward the mark. In other words, we can press towards the mark, which is where we are supposed to be pressing toward, or we can be pressing for another mark. My prayer for you is that you are pressing toward the mark of Christ. that that we are pressing toward the mark of Christ. When we are pressing, we are pushing. We are working hard. We are uh, expending energy to get there. But Paul says, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. Understand this, my brother and my sister. God has got a mark for your life and my life. God says, Robert, tell my people, I have a place that I want them to be. God says, I have a place that I want you to be physically. God says, I have a place that I want you to be spiritually. Paul says, I press towards the mark for the prize. We're not just pressing to be pressing God not only has a mark or has a place that he wants us to get, but God also has a prize for you and I when we get there. My encouragement for you today, child of God, is that not only will you press toward the mark, but may you receive the prize that God has for you and for me once we obtain the mark. See, now understand something. The adversary does not want you and me to hit the mark. The adversary does not want you and me to to press towards the mark. Why? You say, Apostle, why? Because the adversary knows that if we press towards the mark, that if we hit the mark, we will gain the prize. God has a prize for you and for me. When we hit the mark. Now, if we don't even know that there is a mark, we won't press towards it. And if we don't press towards it, then we can't hit it. God wants us to press towards the mark. God wants us to know where he wants us to be in our spiritual walk. God wants us to know where we're supposed to be in the church. God wants us to know where the mark is so that we can press towards it and so that we can obtain it and receive the prize. My prayer for every one of you under the sound of my voice, faces that I may never see in this life. But my prayer is is that you will hit the mark and that you will receive the prize That God has for each of us. Now, God God says, Robert, tell my children that whether they hit the mark or not, God says, I still have a prize for them. Now, having the prize for them and them receiving the prize are two different things. You say, Apostle, what does that mean? God has a prize for you. God has a prize for me. Whether we hit the mark or not, God still has the prize. Now, we just won't receive it if we don't hit the mark. This is why, my brother and my sister, it is important for you and me to hit the mark that God has for us. This is why it's important for you and for me to be the kind of man that God wants us to be. Or to be the kind of woman that God wants us to be. Or to... Operate in the ministry that God wants us to operate in, or to be led by the. This is why it is so important. Leadership, being led by the Spirit of God, will cause you and I to run into the mark. In other words, run, cause us to become what God wants us to become. It will cause us to do what God wants us to do. And in the end, the scripture says, I press toward the mark for the prize. Paul said, I'm not just pressing toward the mark. Paul said, I want the prize, too. Paul says, I want the mark. I want to be what God wants me to be. But Paul also says, I want the prize, too. I want what God has for me, provided that I become what he wants me to be. That is my prayer for you this morning, child of God. Not only will you hit the mark that you will gain the prize that God has for his little children. God has, you know and, and what the Lord is is taking my spirit to now. In the United States oftentimes we will take the church to the beach or to uh, amusement parks. And some of the young people love to uh go in to the amusement parks and play the games that they have set up and they will have games set up and if you score 100 points they will give you a gift and and some of our young people love to hit the mark in order for them to gain the prize well this should be the same for you and for me child of God We should aim toward the mark, aim for the marks that God has laid out for you and me so that we can receive the prize that God has for you and me. Paul said, I press, I press. Paul says, it's not always easy. It's not always comfortable. Paul said, I I don't always have a lot of friends and a lot of companions. I press. Paul, that means I go through some things that are, Not comfortable all the time. But Paul says, I press toward the mark for the prize. Paul says, I don't plan to stop at the mark. Paul says, I plan to receive the prize. My prayer for you is that not only will you hit the mark, but that you will receive the prize of the high calling of God. In Christ Jesus. Understand this, my brother and my sister. God has a high calling on your life. God has a high calling on my life. As children of God, we have received a high calling from God. Salvation is a high calling. Everybody is not going to be saved. Everybody does not have the calling on their life to be saved. You and I have it, children of God. We have a high calling in salvation. Call to be an apostle, called to be a prophet, pastor, teacher. These are further high callings on our life. My encouragement to you child of God, is that as many high callings as God has on your life, on my life, may we answer them in the name of Jesus. Now, God is placing in my spirit now the telephone. You know, uh, sometimes when the telephone rings, if it is uh, uh, certain uh, agencies or groups that we don't want to hear from right then, sometimes we won't answer the call. So some calls get answered. Some calls do not. It's the same way we really do God. Sometimes when God calls, we answer. Sometimes when God calls, we don't answer. But God is letting me to know now that the more you and I answer his calls, the more blessed we will be. The more of God's favor we will receive upon our lives. I encourage you today, child of God, answer God's call. God is calling you and me because He wants to bless us, He wants to take us higher, He wants to take us further, He wants to take us deeper in to himself. But we have to answer God's call. Paul said, I press on. To answer God, watch this, child of God, understand that in order to answer God, you've got to press. People that answer God, in other words, people that, that press towards God, it's a press to answer God. It's a press to do what God wants you to do. We are living in a world of sin. I was sharing with one of the saints earlier today out of the book of 1 Timothy, how the scripture says in the last days men would not endure sound doctrine. Instead, they would heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. I'll, listen to me. Those of you that, that, that tune in to this broadcast and are able to tune in, and are able to hear this broadcast, my hat goes off to you. Because that goes against the doctrine of this age. We are living in an age where the Bible, God has said, that men and women would not endure sound doctrine. So for those of you that are able to endure sound doctrine, you are going against your generation. You are going against your dispensation. Listen, this generation, this dispensation is heading to hell. The scripture says that Satan is the god of this age, the prince of the powers of the air. Just as men and women were were, were dying and going to hell in Noah's day and they did not even know it, the scripture says so shall it be. As it was in the days of Noah and Lot, the days that we are living in today are just as it was in the days of Noah and Lot. People were buying, selling, marrying, giving into marriage. The Bible says right up to the day that Noah entered into the ark. In other words, right up to the day that God was about to do his new and terrible thing. People had no idea. But Noah had a revelation. My prayer for every one of you under the sound of my voice is that you will have a revelation. That though we are living in a generation that does not endure sound doctrine, my prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that you will endure sound doctrine. Though we are living in a generation, the Bible says, where men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure, lovers of money. My prayer for you is that you will be a lover of God. Paul says, I press. I press toward the mark. You got to listen to me, child of God. You got to press to be a true child of God. Paul says, I press toward the mark for the pride of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Verse 15, Paul writes, Let us therefore, as many be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything, ye be otherwise minded. Paul says, God shall reveal even this to you. Let us therefore, as many be perfect, or, as many be mature, see there's a certain amount of maturity in Christ that it takes to press toward the mark. Paul is talking about maturity he's not talking about sinless perfection because none of us have obtained yet, but when the scripture speaks of perfect uh, in 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 this context, it is talking about those who are mature, those who have um, demonstrated an understanding and a level of revelation. Paul said it, that, that if this is you, since this is you, this is how you need to be thinking. Be thus minded. And if in anything you be otherwise minded. In other words, Paul said, if you're thinking anything other than what I told you about this, We Paul is trusting that God shall reveal even this to you. So I encourage you today, children of God, as many as are under the sound of my voice, continue pressing on. You know, God has rewards set aside for you and for me. there are some things that God has for us that he is just waiting for us to hit the mark. You know, as I mentioned to you earlier, at, at the fun park, sometimes uh, the children have to throw balls and hit the target. And if they hit the target, then the, the individual at the, at the amusement park will give them a stuffed animal. Well, they don't get that stuffed animal unless they hit the mark. God has got some things for you and for me that we're not going to get until we hit the mark. Now, what God is bringing in my spirit now is Abram. God had given Abram some instruction. God told him to leave his country. Leave his people, leave his father's household, and go to the land that God was going to show him. Abram left, but when he left, he took his nephew Lot, which was not a part of God's instruction. God said, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Uh, God gave him so many promises that God was going to do for him. But Abram did not follow the instruction. So even though as Abram traveled, he became wealthy and God increased his flocks and increased his herds. God did not fulfill that promise he made to Abram. Because Abram did not keep the command of God. Once Abram separated from Lot, God told him, look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, to the west. All these lands that you can see, I will give to you and your descendants forever. And, uh, forever. In other words, God says, you have hit, you have finally hit the mark. God says, now I'm going to give to you what I promised you. God says, now I'm gonna do for you what I promised you. I want to encourage you, child of God. Hit the mark. Once we hit the mark, God says, I will give you the prize. Our children at the fun park. Once they hit target, that's when, they, when they, the when the 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 um overseer of the park is able to give them a stuffed animal or give them the prize. Once they Hit the mark. God does you and I the exact same way. Once we hit the mark, my prayer, my prayer, and, I, and I'm seeing some people, I'm seeing some saints in my spirit hitting the mark in the name of Jesus, hitting the mark in your marriage, hitting the mark in your giving, in your finances, hitting the mark in your in your church attendance, hitting the mark. The God that we serve is a God who wants to see and expects to see his children hit the mark. When we don't hit the mark, God has punishments for us. When we hit the mark, God has rewards for us. I pray for you, my beautiful brothers, my beautiful sisters, is that you will hit as many marks as is possible. That God may bless you and me with as many prizes as we can stand. God, the Lord is flooding my spirit now with so many instances in Scripture where individuals had to hit the mark before they got the prize. The disciples, when Jesus first called them, they had been fishing all night, hadn't caught anything. As soon as they came in, Jesus said, launch out into the deep, let down the nets for a catch. Peter started explaining to the Lord what he had been through and what had been happening. Finally, he went on and did. Finally, he went on and hit the mark. And when he did, God blessed him with so many fish that his nets began to break. It's the same for you and the same for me. When we finally hit the mark, in other words, we finally do what God has wanted us to do or say what God has wanted us to say or be where God has wanted us to be, God will pour us out a blessing. They, the disciples didn't even have room enough to receive it. They had to signal their partners in other boats to come and help them. When we finally do what God has asked us to do, he will bless us with a blessing. The scripture says that there won't be room enough to receive, He will open up the floodgates of heaven or the windows in heaven in some translations and he will pour us out a blessing. My prayer for you today is that God will bless you in such a magnitude that you won't even have room enough to receive it. Press toward the mark, my brother. Press toward the mark. Keep, keep aiming for that mark because once we hit that mark, The prize, God has a prize that you and I are sure to enjoy. May God bless you, children of God. May heaven smile on you. I pray that someone has been edified and encouraged today at the preaching and the teaching of God's word, pressing toward the mark. For those of you that want to be a blessing to the ministry, feel free to go to our church website and uh, allow the Lord to to use you and to direct you. Um, uh, This is Apostle Robert Bryant signing out for the Christian Center Church Worldwide. May God bless you and heaven smile on each of you. Amen.